I want to talk to our in-house guests. Oh, we have awesome. I'm Thomas and Frost from Bad Captain Games. You all want to give us the lowdown on what's going on with Bad Captain? Sure. Well, uh, we just started. At, well, actually, a couple years ago, uh, Frost and I back and, in those halcyon days when I still had you know all my hair and you have all your hair. It's have fine. Insomnia. Oh well, that I can't help. Because you're on camera though, right? They can see, plainly yeah, see the wig. Yeah, they can see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we. I had left. I did a career change. I believe you did as well at the time. And we started a uh, kind of a local game studio, big corporation type. It was a really cool experience at the time. And then we started doing game pitches and coming up with really cool ideas. And then we realized the studio was going a different way. And we really wanted to make this game still, mm-hmm. right? But we're not programmers. The rest of the team aren't programmers. So we realized, <laughs> where do our skills lie? Well, we Table have an artist. Top. Yeah, we we have <laughs> nice. exactly. Wait, so, so this started off as digital? Yeah, it, we um, were thinking about that. Yeah. We had a studio. It was like. What's the next big thing our studio should do? We were like, 400 people? We got an idea, right? <laughs> and now we're like, it's, you know, four. So, so a small, small cutback. Scale, a, scale a little. Kind of scale. Just a little, yeah. yeah. A small reduction, of Just course. Just move the decimal point. It's fine. Oh, that's exactly how it works, yeah. So <laughs> we got, um, the idea originally came uh, long ago with a friend of mine. We sat down. We were trying to come up with some really cool sci-fi ideas for, like, role-playing games and for our live-action games. And because there, there aren't a lot of live-action role-playing games in the area that are science fiction-based. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one called Future Imperfect, which is the one my friend and I started, and then we left after, like, a few years. But mm. you know, the core of that idea so was... the future with the company was? Hey, that's how Imperfect. we Imperfect? That's... Wow, we look pretty cool. I'm sorry, I'll stop talking. Anyway, no, no, it's, it I got distracted by, like, him, looking at us. Yeah, it's too soon for me. Good right. point. But, no, the idea was, like, these all these factions exist, and what got them there, right? How do you do the, the future of humanity? What's important to humans? How do you live on... For as an immortality concept, right? Mm-hmm. So we have all these different themes. You've got the idea of people who want to like upload their consciousness to like the internet, you know, and with that they're way. my favorite. They're Anacron. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I will be like them someday. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got a bunch of player fantasies are actual based on the ideas of philosophy of immortality. Right. right. So we took this and I brought this to Amelia and was like, kind of a very competitive game based on this idea, and she was like, well, I was thinking of a cooperative one. But I, I don't really like PvP all yeah. that much. Um, but I mean, the good news is competitive games. We no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm aware. I know you are not everyone. But, is. I mean, so everyone on Twitch is. But like, you yeah. know. gotcha. No, good call, good point. I was going to say, but I love that comic. How dare you? <laughs> but I mean, we we got a small group of people together who all have a love of sci-fi, but yeah. a, a, we all approached it in a slightly different way, and so we were able to combine our ideas and kind of meet each other in the middle mm-hmm. and come up with something that was different than you know any one of us had in our in yeah, our brains and, and I think stronger for it. Yeah, I very much I was warned ahead of time like when you're designing a game and designing an idea, you kind of take the idea, put it into the community of the people you're working with and just back up. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you did the, you did your part, let everyone else help it grow up and become the thing it's going to become. And that's worked out really really well for me. So now we have this card game that we've made which is like Magic the Gathering or Netrunner in that there are two to three people, you're playing against each other but you're really playing against this middle deck. It's a, what we call a catch deck, like the Catch-22 concept. Mm-hmm. And we had to adjust the number, of course. That wasn't really a feasible consistency. But the <laughs> idea is that you're, you're one of uh, two to three corporations trying to vie for like, all the resources on this planet. And because you're corporations, you can't just blow each other up. right? Like, that's generally frowned upon? You've got to be civil I, I don't know. about We live in things. the world with Walmart. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, there are moments, right? So there are certain Walmart cards. had mechs. 
and uh, yeah. you know rocket launchers. They do. They do. They do. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Has, yeah, well, they do. If you go to like in South America, they do. Yeah, well, let's say down in Baltimore, Maryland, you can get you know all sorts of stuff. But um, a little further south, when I was there anyway. Um, but yeah, you play one of the different factions. You're trying to get resources and trying to fight for prestige. Mm-hmm. So the game has this has a couple of iteration points that we really really liked. Right? It's it's not just me versus you. It's I'm trying to improve myself while putting you down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? And we're mostly fighting over this middle territory. Then there's... So it's like the two of us, like, you know, I rolled a die, and instead of, like, you know, blowing up uh, this wall in your compound, I just insult your mama. I can do that, too. You could totally insult his mama. In fact, we have a phase purely for trash-talking to try to goad somebody to do something something they probably shouldn't do. Nice. Because um, it's important. Oh, <laughs> look who invested in gold! <laughs> I invested in platinum! <laughs> what? So these like events come up, and you're trying to get for them and get prestige for your for your uh, faction or for your corporation. Mm-hmm. And as you level up, as you get these prestige points, your character levels up that you're playing, and you has, this happens twice, getting you more powers and more more abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deck itself constantly drains your budget, and unlike Magic, where you have like a mana pool that's separate, so you can you know cast characters and throw spells out, your life pool and this budget are the same thing, just like any other corporation, right? You run out of money, mm-hmm. you're out of a job. So you got to kind of like balance these two things together. Uh, so you start with all you know all your budget, and you every time you prove that you're worth it, they give you a little bit more. But if you leave these problems out, they take some away, or it costs money to actually keep things going. All right. Now, normally when games uh, delve into the realm of uh, fiscal responsibility, I'm assuming you're not targeting like you know ages four and below. No, no. no, no in no, fact, uh, no. this world is pretty dark. Um, it's basically a thousand years in into Amer- uh, you know humanity's future, mm-hmm. and the Earth is destroyed. Uh, humanity basically just ruined it with overpopulation and, yeah. and, and, and uh, pollution. <laughs> and so the the megacorps of old Earth are all that remains. Mm. They built these huge ships and uh, blasted off from Earth and spent hundreds of years uh, basically making the journey out to the rest of the galaxy. And so now they've seeded uh, solar systems and are basically slowly building competition with each other as they fight for more and more yeah. uh, of, of the known galaxy. Mm-hmm. And so they enlist you as this agent um, meant to, you know, at the very beginning, be a grunt and do their bidding. But if you do well and don't run out of money, um, then you you grow in their eyes. Um, and so the other thing we did... Uh, it's with, the fun with side of corporate espionage. Indeed. Uh, indeed. Prove your worth. You, you see yeah, why yeah. I have her doing narrative, though? This is a much easier way to explain it. I like um, it. So, <laughs> so speaking of narrative, um, that's, that's kind of the other half of the game. Um, you can play it solo. You can play it uh, in, a, in a 1v1 or 1v1v1 um, t- uh, competitive environment. You can also, we hope, once we've tweaked the, the rules, uh, do yeah. like 2v2 or 3v3, um, but we're not quite there yet. Oh, um, baby steps? Basically. Yes. Yeah, yes. totally. You only um, want to cross one corporation at a time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, the stretch goals are like, you know, for the third one, but yeah, we, we, <laughs> we're pushing. All right, you only want to cross one middle manager at a time. There you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but the campaign is uh, basically story mode, um, where every corporation gets their own mm-hmm. uh, secret mission, and basically, uh, if you are successful at, at you know, any given game session, you learn a little bit more about the galaxy, and you you kind of get corporate secrets that you otherwise wouldn't get access to. And if if you are defeated, (laughs) you still go on. You still continue uh, the mission, but the game changes around you, and it gets a little bit more challenging, and and you have to deal with some more uh, puzzles and and difficult things to overcome Mm -hmm. in the next round. 
they're taking a lot of hints from the uh, legacy games as of late that have been coming out that became really popular, uh, where these kind well, of consistent effects have a lo- prolonged prolonged effect on your gameplay. Well, talk about the inspirations then. Like, what kind of games do you guys play that you know inspires this type of uh, of, uh, of output? So for me, I play lots of them. Uh, I see pandemic legacy recently was a great cooperative game which is really kind of fueling the idea of making this a uh, we have this one mode we really want to try to get done which is you know three different corporations getting together and trying to actually cooperate to just survive the planet's hostilities mm-hmm. right everyone's throwing everything they got at just to make it so we could all be on the planet right kind of the opposite theme but the same mechanics and all works really well that way um for the more aggressive i'm glad that's what you wanted too i thought i could have sworn you were gonna say like they got together and then sponsored a uh, a corporate bum fight league <laughs> that's a good that's a good card idea i'm gonna add that i'm gonna add that bum fight league. <laughs> bum fight league. All right. All right. anyone with a bum fight league i want, I want my face like, right on there the horrible time in our society yes. well you know we have yeah, a kickstarter seriously. here for that no, I wasn't ready for that one. All right, what was added in? Uh, Gage, fix it. Um, we'll also want to point out that it's on record as my idea. So when, you know, putting that out there. Uh, as far as the, the uh, competitive games go, for me, I want seven cents. Seven, no, no problem. We can do that. All right. Uh, I'll get you another bag of gummy bears. And gummy bears. like, yeah. That's correct. If you pay me in gummy bears, I will be a okay. Solid. Uh, not not the Oscars though. That's 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 a cash <laughs> So, the, yeah, the other games I play that are more in line with competitive concepts, like Netrunner, is a very popular, uh, it's actually a remake from an older game in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, very popular locally, in fact. Uh, it's a cyberspace uh, t- type of game, hackers versus corporations. Uh, it's asynchronous. Very, very confusing. Hmm? Very confusing. It can be incredibly confusing without a mentor, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who showed me, and that's just how it keeps going. Um, when you want old school convolution, there is no better resource than Johnny. No, no one is more confusing. But he's the one who's like making all this work. No, he's not. No, he's, he's not. The one that, ma- that makes it look. He makes it look like. See, I Eiffel Tower with Herb over there. Oh, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's that's the gross comparison that they make. But yeah, I that see. Is, that uh, I see. But our goal is definitely to make our game. Eiffel Tower. That's that's, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know, and, and then knock it down. No, uh, it's to make it. <laughs> Uh, less complicated. This is an all ages show. I just want to point yeah, out. Yeah. You know. They told me PG thirteen so. earlier, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, Shame on you. <laughs> we we do want to make this more accessible. So the idea is, yeah. So Netrunner is an incredibly complex game, and we have found ways. We've t- tested a number of times at various uh, conventions nearby. Like uh, we went to TempleCon down in Rhode Island. We went to. Uh, uh, Boston, uh, Boston P-Fig. No, we, Boston we were there. there. Oh, really? We yeah. hosted the ceremony. That's awesome. Thank you for sticking around and watching us. No, I went to the they party after. They kicked us out. They wouldn't let us stay. Uh-huh. There was that, too. No. I went to the party uh-huh. afterwards. I yeah. actually remember checking out your game at the um, that convention, I think, almost a year ago, or just about a year ago. It was mm-hmm. in uh, Warwick, Rhode Island? Yeah, that's TempleCon. That's, Tempo that's, Tempo 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 that's, yeah, yeah. that's the one. I, uh, that's right. I didn't get the opportunity to actually play the game, but I did watch the game being played. Awesome. Uh, it... Well, I, I can't really say much because it's been a year, so I kind of forgot been. most of it. it has so. been. That's okay. I'm certain it, it changed a lot, too, it, since it then. It has. Um, the core mechanics are still the same, but yeah, the, the art has really, like, really ramped up. The look of it, it looks completely different, and it blows me away when I, I was telling her this morning, when you are, if you try to ever do a Kickstarter by yourself, it is a nightmare. There is no way I could possibly see this happening. But when I wake up at, at any given day, I can see part of our project move forward, and that is a, a brilliant thing to see, that everyone on the, on the team is just moving, and that's really inspiring for us. But yeah, the game is supposed to be much more accessible, and we can get games down to like eight to ten minutes, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a half-hour magic match. The first game you play does take like half an hour. You have to just get the game's uh, concepts down. But once you're there, they're really quick, uh, and I like that. And people, 
it started off way too complex, and we got a lot of feedback, and we changed it, and people look at it, and we've got, what was it, we had one guy that was like, one kid who was uh, 13, came in and was like, got this, and just ran with it. Um, That's nice. Yeah, I, I, like, I like it when they just get it. Is know? it is it designed to be a game where you have uh, best of, you know, best of three, best of five, or is it meant to be played in one one match? Because of the speed, I usually view it as a one, as a one-time thing, but because of the speed of it, most of the most of the people who sat down to play it, uh, especially at, at TempleCon, wanted to keep playing and just do the, the the two of three thing, which I think is brilliant. And her campaigns are uh, best of five would be the campaign mode uh, for season one, and then hopefully over time we can uh, grow the the campaign in future expansions as well. Oh, so basically, three or uh, more yeah. bomb fights. Yeah. One. And <laughs> All right, so, okay, so you've got the um, you've got the solid influence there. You've got obviously um, audience approval and the opinion good response. Where yeah, can cats you. actually check this out? That's all you. Um, so we are on Twitter <laughs> at Bad Captain Games. Uh, we're also on on Facebook at uh, Facebook blah 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 dot com uh, slash Bad Captain Games. Um, our website is also badcaptaingames.com. You may notice the trend there. Um, and I'm on Twitter at Iron Aaron, and uh, this guy is on Twitter at Rule of Three, but has a zero instead Three of a, an O. Yeah. yeah. All right, and also you dropped like four hours ago. A Kickstarter. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we are planning on kickstarting next week, right before PAX. Right. Um, we will be yeah. at PAX uh, in Excited the the tabletop section of the uh, indie tabletop mega booth. Yeah, um, we got so in. Yes. Right. <laughs> so if you also got into PAX and would like to check us out, uh, please do so. We will be there Friday through Sunday, all day. Nice. Cool. Well, yeah. And CaptainGames.com. Check them out. Also, uh, all the links uh, to social media and the like are on the site. Oh, uh, cool. So you can follow them there. Uh, thank you. Get the lowdown on zero sum. All right, guys. Thank, thank you very much for joining us. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for, for inviting us. Yeah. This all was right, all the fun right. so far. Cool. Um, also, if you have any information, uh, additional questions for them, etc., again, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Yeah. 